you weren't just singing, so bust the move, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, a second ago. Yeah. So let's bust the move. Hey. Oh, we weren't doing no, that. No, no, no. no secret dance. I was, you won't. Look, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fantastic couch dancer. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you are fantastic. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's yeah, wonderful. yeah. So, 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 true. Hey, welcome to uh, to Connect. Uh, hi, everybody. It's so good, good to morning, have you guys. this morning. Good morning. Week 27,000. Yes, I can't believe it. It's so awesome. <laughs> uh, so, you're doing so well. You're, you're doing, doing well. good. You got, look, well. you got it. If you're up this morning uh, and you grabbed your coffee and you're online watching yes, this morning, you, you're already, look, you're already a winner today. You, you're you're Cheers. in. Cheers. Clink, 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 No, it's so good, it's so good. Um, you know, let me just encourage you guys really quickly. You're doing good. You are, you're you really doing are. Good. I know that you're like, yeah, but you didn't see me have a meltdown. It's okay, it's okay. God doesn't need us to be uh, handling this with, you know, like, complete perfection. perfection. Yeah, so exactly he understands, right. he understands. Man, well, there's so many. Uh, so we, we've gotten so many great emails uh, this week too, and uh, messages of a variety of kind. Just of like God, so God showing up for people mm -hmm. in like incredible ways and straight up, like with, straight, like straight up, up God. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, there's no way you can say it's coincidence or yeah. anything else. It's yeah. straight up God, and yeah. and it's all over. And I, I'm, uh, you know, I just always want to give Him praise for that because. In our world, it's easy to just say, well, hey, you know, uh -huh. that check came in, you know, at just the right time. Uh, or somebody or, gave me, like, the encouragement that I needed just the right, but just it's like, I had one of those moments this week, and someone just had, I don't even know who it was, but sent a little something to me in the mail, and it was at the most perfect time of, like, everything having a meltdown. So, I true. really, I really, and that was, for me, that was very spirit-led and spirit-breathed, because God knew when you moved it on that person's heart, that it would come right in the middle of the right going the right like, day. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so. I, I, I got a really cool gift in the mail. Pastor Ron got me these new socks <laughs> yes, this week. When he was saying that he Just has a holes A few weeks ago, I was saying I had holes oh. in my socks. Oh, wait. And so. I'm going to tell you one thing he doesn't even know. It's fantastic. Right. Shout so, out to Pastor Ron. Love you, dude. Y'all, can you see oh. this cookie? I don't think, I don't know if you could, my husband, do you remember when I told you? That I'm starting to think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> I need you to understand, like, just how big this cookie is. That's like, fantastic. You, do you understand? That's the way it should be. It is, this Why is make husband. small cookies? It is so incredible. It is um, the recipe takeoff, his version of Gideon's Bakehouse, which is located in Florida. And Shout out to all my it Floridians, is just, my Disney like, fans. He nailed it. Thanks, man. You, 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 nah. I know you didn't know I was going to do that, I but I mean, you should have to You're going to put that cookie off. down in front of me for this entire time. I'm distracted already. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's really cool? I, I, you guys know I love, the, I love the cook. I love all that stuff. And I just think you got to find something in the midst of this uh, to refresh you. Something in the midst of this um, to speak that speaks to, mm. your, to your soul, that speaks to who you are. Yeah. Uh, be creative because yeah. my creative expression how I usually am creative yes. is, is limited right now. That's exactly right. And, and, it's, um, but, but, and yet God has given you, even because you never baked before. Even. No. As silly as that sounds, like it was intimidating because baking is different than cooking. And you've done a great job. So anyway, okay. just, yeah, find find your rhythm. Yeah. Find your rhythm, even if it's a new rhythm, even if it's for it's a rhythm for this season. You know, ask God to, to give you moments of, of having like a new approach to this life and having finding joy. Yeah, and I just want to say something about that because... I know we keep saying, like, find the rhythm for this season. What Dee said is so right. Um, it's not just for the season. I yes. want to just say, like, I think God's moving us into a new, new season. season. 
I, you're gonna, church, you're gonna keep hearing me say this. We are not going back to something. We are going mm-hmm. into something. Uh, uh, leaders who want to go back into something, people who want to go back into something, I'm telling you, God doesn't take us backwards. God, the, mm-hmm. the people in Egypt, uh, in, in the wilderness, always wanted to go back to Egypt. And God said, go ahead, you can go back. I'm not going there. It's not even I'm going either. forward. It's not, yeah, so I just want to encourage you. This season is not just a season to get through. It's a season to be built up in, mm-hmm. to transition into what God actually has us. He leads us from glory to glory to glory. We're headed towards glory. So, um, do we, we had, we, you know, I want to just, before we move on, because we, we have a word we want to get to yeah, today. Yeah, we have, a, we have some, um, a lot to unpack yeah. today. So we're going to so try to get we'll there. Get, get in there in a second. But I want to, I want to welcome all of our guests. Yes, welcome. Thank you. If welcome. you are our guest today, uh, here yes. in our Connect family, you are family. Thank you for being here. If you're going to watch this, uh, on, uh, on replay, Listen, you are, replay. <laughs> you, are, you are part of this right now, um, and, and God is outside of time and space, and so mm-hmm. he moves. And we really yes. want to hear from you. We've been hearing from people yeah, all we over. Love we love it. So send us, send us something. Send us just a hey, a hello, uh, a way to get in touch with you at info at, yeah. info at theconnectchurch.com, yeah. and we'd love to, to, to say hey yeah. and, uh, and get to know you a little bit. And we had a great uh, Friday night prayer time. We um, prayed through the Lord's Prayer in oh, a real practical so way, like with real life, superimposed yeah, yeah. onto it just the way that Jesus gave it to yeah. us and to pray. And uh, that was a beautiful time. And we're going to tell you more at the end of this, uh, a, a change that's coming and some cool stuff at the end of our time yeah. together. But we, like so we check said, out early. we have, um, and we're not doing that as a teaser. <laughs> we're trying to actually so get don't check out to early. what we're just just talking about today because there's a lot to unpack. So. Um, but do you just want to just to like yeah, and if you have a prayer request by the way send it at the, to prayer at theconnectchurch.com thanks for covering me I got you back I forget. and listen no, it's important because we, yes. we are not they're not just empty prayers we literally pray yes, over them we and we're seeing we're yes. seeing miracles so I, I just want to just send them in it's no, nothing's too little too big you don't have to carry it alone send it in prayer at theconnectchurch.com um, we want to worship we want to start with worship we're going to go old school today with an old school hymn um, but it really lays the foundation for who God is. My God is faithful. faithful God faithful, is not a man that he should lie. He's a faithful God. Come on, can we worship together today? Thank you, Spirit of God. I pray that you would fill every room, every space right now, that you would just descend and people would feel the climate change in their lives. Great is thy Morning by morning, new 
Father, you're faithful. Daddy, you're faithful, God. It's simply who you are. We're not asking you to be anything that you're not. You just already are faithful. All of your promises are already yes and amen in Jesus. You paid the price for all. And so today we pray that you reveal yourself more and more to us. Yes. Help us yes. to love you, to fall in love with who you are, Jesus. Woo us to your side today. Holy Spirit, come and do what only you can do. Move in our lives so that we may glorify you with everything we got. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, church, I'm so excited to be sharing with, uh, we're, we're excited to be sharing with you today uh, a little bit more about what God has been doing um, in the Holy Spirit and kind of um, how, how to live this spiritual life out, this resurrection life that uh, we start talking about at Easter, because there's a resurrection life that we get to be a part of. And if you brought your Bible, can you open with me to Acts chapter 4? Uh, Acts is the fifth book of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, it's written by Dr. Luke. And if you need a um, if you need a title uh, for today's <laughs> message, it is my life needs more cowbell. cowbell. I got a fever for more cowbell. Dun, dun, oh, dun, no. Dun. oh no! Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, no. My life needs more cowbell. Don't talk about that part. <laughs> <laughs> my life needs more something that's not in it at the yeah. moment, right? Um, and so. In yes. this text, what we're talking about is it's in the aftermath of uh, the miracle the of, miracle. of Peter and John right. uh, seeing this lame man who was there for forty years raise up and walk and start to testify. And everybody's saying right, everybody, <laughs> right, everybody's uh, rejoicing. They're marveling. There's this amazing thing, um, but then they get arrested. Mm -hmm. They get okay. shut down. Come on, they get separated from their support system, mm -hmm. just like we are mm -hmm. separated, right, at some level from our support system. And the enemy is always trying to sh uh, is trying to shut them down. But what I love is there's more miracles on the way. Mm -hmm. And church, I say it all the time, but I want to encourage you. The enemy always overplays his hand. He's overplaying his hand in this. Uh, that that there's going to be more uh, uh, increase mm -hmm. in, in of who God is, an increase of uh, revelation of God on the outside of this than it is on the inside. And so, um, but I think the main focus that we want to talk about, and I think the scripture talks about, is that the main focus isn't on getting to more miracles. That's it's actually, exactly right, right, it's about yes. revealing more of who the Holy Spirit yes. is. Because time and time again, it says they were filled with the Spirit. They were filled and with the Spirit. They, they the were Father. filled with the Spirit. Absolutely. So Yeah, the miracles, the signs and wonders, the supernatural movements, they were always only meant to point people back to the Father. Correct. To testify, to, to function as witnesses coming through his people to tell them about the goodness of of God and the price that Jesus paid on the cross for them. Always. always. And it always goes back to it. Yeah. So it was never to draw attention to themselves. But so often it becomes the spectacle in and of itself. Oh, correct. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, so let's read this. We're going to start in verse 8. We're going to, we're going to uh, get to a good portion of this. But verse 8 says this. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, underline that, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed? Let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, they go back to the resurrection, by him this man is standing before you well, by the name of Jesus. So yeah. D, why do you think it's so important that the word keeps saying that they were filled with the Holy Spirit? Yeah. And and what what because what, there, there's a transition in these guys from... You know, sure. kind of Peter 1.0 yeah. to Peter 2.0. Yeah. What, what do you see in that? Yeah. 
So, um, if you have watched any of our times together here on the sofa, we've started to really talk about this concept, and I, we have felt the sense to hover here and to linger yep. here because I think it's starting to click inside of people what we're saying. You know how it's kind of like you have to say something sometimes a few times for someone else to understand it, or sometimes <laughs> I'm always appreciative, and you know this. Like sometimes I'm like, one more time, give it yeah, to yeah, me, yeah, like yeah, walk yeah, me yeah, through yeah, one yeah. more time, walk me one more time. And I'm always grateful for that because he could be saying the same things and all of a sudden just puzzle pieces start to find themselves. So we want to talk about in this just this moment what in the world happened to these yeah. followers of Christ that made them become these conduits of his power. Uh, because they had been walking with Jesus and so they had seen yeah. what Jesus was doing and it wasn't like Jesus was not permitting them to flow in his power up until now. It's not like he said, no, no, I don't want anything correct, from correct, you. Correct. Uh, just watch me. Just yep. let me do it all. Um, but there was a there was a disconnect, and I think that it, ha it's, it's, it happens in the church at large today. And that's one thing we just wanted to hit one more time, because I started to ask a very um, dangerous question, and sometimes what happens is, is that a question comes out of me um, to God before I have time to censor it, <laughs> and yep. then yep. I, like, take it back. I didn't mean it. Yep. I'm not, that's not really what it was. And God always has to remind me, like, I'm big enough to handle that question, Danielle. Yes. And, that, and, the, and the question was, was Jesus really enough for these apostles? And that felt like a dangerous question because I was not trying to disrespect Jesus. But there was a reason yep. why the Father told Jesus to tell us that he was sending another in his place. Yes. And so I started asking that question after I apologized. <laughs> he said, it's all good. It's all we good. Um, then I started saying, but is being a Christian enough? And feeling like there was some sort of correlation. like is, is and, and what does even enough mean? Like yeah, who's correct. defining correct. enough for me? You know. And I, would, I just kept seeing this distinction that they had had Jesus with them. But then he saw to it that it was vital for them to be able to become carriers to have and yeah, to become yeah. carriers, that yeah. they would need to have the infilling, the infilling of the power of the Holy Spirit, and I think that if you've been wondering what's missing, I would take a gander to think that it's probably the power. Yes, yes. That there, that you know, when you're just a Christian, and if and if you're not a Christian at, at this time, I'm praying that God ministers to you as we're sharing about a very real. And a very powerful savior to you. But if you are already a Christian, um, that means that you've been led by Jesus. But when you become a disciple, you then can lead others to yes. Jesus. Yes. And you can only yes. do that with power. Yes. So I had asked, Good. I'd asked the Spirit. We were, I was praying two nights ago. I was like, I need a visual because I'm sometimes I get understanding from a visual. I was like, Jesus, I need a visual. I need a visual. And I was praying, praying, praying. I just felt the Spirit of God like show this to me. I was like, there's no way I can get this in these new days. I can't get this in time. And I ordered it. It was like 1130 at night and literally 730 in the morning was sitting on our steps. So awesome. like, thank you, God. So, okay, it's been a minute. Thank you. Yes, and Amazon. Um, so it's been a minute since I've ordered crayons, probably like 15 <laughs> years, right? But don't you just love like a new box of crayons, right? Like, ah. And so like when we're, we're taught when we're young, right, that our primary colors are red. My, this is a quiz. 
No, no, no. That's the. Oh, rainbow. no, sorry, sorry. That's the rainbow. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Now I hear Captain No. Is it Captain No? Red and yellow blue. and pink and green. That doesn't blue line up with the rainbow. But anyway. Blue. Um, yellow, blue, and red are the primary colors, right? So those are the three standalone colors. I'm not talking about the mixing colors, but those three colors. And so. Um, God just started showing me that this is beautiful and these are all crayons and there's nothing that takes away from any of these crayons but if I was to take um, the the yellow and I was to take the red and I gave a little bit of yellow and a lot of red or a little bit of red and a lot of yellow I could make all different shades yes, yes. of orange but I could never ever make blue and so what happens is, is that we are used to, as Christians, walking around with our life looking like this. And it looks full, and it looks colorful, and it looks like it's enough. We can change the sh shades and hues. Yeah, and we can do a lot with these colors. Yep. And, and just because all of the blues are missing from here, this does not make these not colors or crayons. But what's missing is an entire hue, an entire portion of the spectrum. And you know, without blue, you can't really paint the ocean. Right. If someone was to say to you, paint the ocean, and you only had these colors, it would be really difficult to do that so that people really had an understanding of the depth of the blue of the ocean. And when I, I remember when I was uh, in third grade, I lived in Colorado. And it was the first time that I had ever seen mountains. But the thing that kids used to ask me all the time was what did the ocean feel yeah. like? Yep. They did not yeah. ask me what did it look like? And I remember it being such an odd question, but then I would start to realize like, well, we have books yep. and they had the TV, so they could see what the ocean looked like, but they needed to feel. They asked me what the ocean felt like. And I thought it was such an odd question until I realized, well, I'd never been to the mountains until then, right? Yeah. So I didn't yep. understand power of elevation until I got out of the park, passed right out. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's, that's a story for another time. But this is how the Holy Spirit is speaking to us right now. What he's trying to do is he's trying to introduce an entire portion of the Trinity and the Godhead yeah. to us. Wow, that's great. And it's going to so give good. us the ability to, ex to exhibit to him and to others um, who he is without trying to manufacture yeah. that color through our own means and through things that yep. are still very true, yep. but still not the purest form of color. Yeah, that's beautiful. It, I remember being in Africa, and the kids were asking me what snow felt like. Right. They didn't. They yeah. know. You know. Right. How do you explain yeah. snow? Right. And I, and I think that's that's the problem that or the challenge that we're having as men and women of faith, mm -hmm. because people are saying, "What's the Holy Spirit like?" Yeah. And we're like, "Oh, we can take them theologically to the Bible, right. but but no, no, they're asking, what's it feel like? Yeah. Well, what what what's what's it really do? How's it work out? And if 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 it's not." Personal, yes. uh, we, we miss out. And You've I, never seen blue, right? How do you explain, how do you explain blue? It? Yeah, exactly right. I, someone asked me how to explain, uh, uh, you know, an orange to a blind man because you can't explain sure. the color. Um, and and I love the fact. I think one of the things I love the fact here is that um, they, they really show us how to handle a difficult situation, right? Because they're innocent, mm. they're, they're arrested, they're being oppressed and uh, limited um, because of, of of what happened. And yet they, their, their answer is not, well, you know what, yeah. this is it. Uh, let, let me have better communication skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let, me, let me just learn how to keep the peace better. Let, let me just do right. something, right? It's, it's the, right. Here it is. I'm going to rely on the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. In my difficult time, I'm not going to try to get better at it. I'm going to actually 
Mm-hmm. Rely on the Holy Spirit. And that's the whole book of Acts. The whole book of Acts that we're going to be looking, continue to look at is like, it's all about relying on the Holy Spirit. And they were filled with the Spirit, filled with the Spirit. And that's why Paul writes in Ephesians 5.18, don't be drunk on wine, but be filled with the Spirit. And that mm-hmm. word we talked on Tuesday night in the chat room, just a, a little bit more about like it being continual. It's a right. continual action verb. It's continually being filled with the Spirit. Because and, again, too, if they had tried to explain, um, if they had tried to explain the Spirit of God, without asking the Spirit of God. Right. I bet what they would have said would have been different. And it may have contained all the right buzzwords, which is what we do as Christians. It might contain good stuff, but it doesn't mean that it would have contained spirit-breathed, spirit-led stuff that the Spirit is telling you to say right there. Because, babe, this is, is, I think, one of the points that we need to grab in here. You can't birth in in the natural what can only be birthed out of the supernatural. You can't manufacture in the natural what can only be birthed out of the supernatural. And and I have to push myself on that because I'm really yeah. good at a lot of things. Right. And we're really good at having church. And we're really good at present the presentation. And there's nothing wrong with presenting that mm-hmm. well. But we can't manufacture something that can it. only be birthed in the spiritual. Um, and that's actually what's going on here because the spirit is the revealer of who mm-hmm. Jesus is. Uh, the, the cross revealed the cross revealed what he did. Yes. The empty tomb reveals how he overcame but the Bible tells us the Spirit is the revealer of who He is, the, the mm-hmm. reigning King of kings. Uh, matter of fact, John chapter 16, verse 14, Jesus said, He will, listen, He will glorify me. He will take what is mine and make it known to you. Mm-hmm. What is mine? What is Jesus' now? He is the King of kings, all authority. His name is above all names. At the name of yes. Jesus, every name will bow. He will take what is mine and reveal it to you. Uh, he will glorify me. He will magnify me um, uh, to you. When Stephen was... Mm-hmm. Filled with the Spirit, he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God the Father uh, Almighty. When John was taken up in the Spirit into heaven to write the book of Revelation, he saw who Jesus was, right? The King of kings and Lord of lords riding on that white horse. I think it's the answer to to a lot of people when they feel confused. Oh, 100%. Because we're talking a lot about being carriers and distributors and being that storehouse and that conduit. But a a lot of times when people are like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, a lot of times we'll, we'll seek someone out who we think might be able to steer us or know the answer. And in reality, what we're really trying to do without even realizing it is we're trying to find somebody that is connected to the power of God because we believe that God will speak, but for some reason we're thinking we can't hear it. Yes. So i got to find somebody else that can pray this through for me me. that will have it revealed to them. But that's the beautiful thing, and I didn't want to jump in, but I just wanted to say that um, it's vital for us to understand that this was not just happening to a very specific chosen group, group of, people. of people. Ask, exactly. and I will send the Holy Spirit. Exactly. There yep. didn't need to be a middleman yep. then. It was for all of the people. So when you're saying, like, is that what's been missing all along? Because, like, I love God. Yes. I believe in Jesus. What's what, But I'm still always confused. I still don't ever know. I don't feel really led. I feel like sometimes I have yep. inklings or whatever, but it doesn't feel like I'm being led. I'm feeling, and, and that I'm then able to lead others. I, I really believe that what could very well be being revealed to you today is that what's missing is the power of God that compels and convicts totally. and counsels and it's reveals. Why, it's why we need, look, church, it's why we need the Holy Spirit. Because we can't just know what he did and who he was. Yes. And that, that's, that's really what we do. Right? Okay. We, we have to really know good. who he is. And the only revealer of who he is is the spirit. It's not that we can't have a theological expression of that. Right. But the Holy Spirit is the one who reveals that's the name, the, who he is, what, how he's yeah. living now. 
we can look back and know what he did, but who is he now? And that's why Paul writes, and I, I just want to encourage us to pray this prayer over our lives. In Ephesians 1.17, he says, I pray that the God, of, uh, the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, listen to this, what he says. He says, may give you the spirit of wisdom mm. and the spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him. He, we need the spirit so that we can have yes. wisdom and so that reveal who reveal, he is. Reveal. And then it goes on so that we can know our inheritance, we can know the hope we have, and we can know the incomparably great power, mm. akousia, authority, mm. for those who believe in Jesus Christ because his name, he, he is above mm. all things. I, I, that thing needs to get in our heart. May the eyes of our heart be open yes. so that we may know the incomparable great power, akousia, that is in him. If we don't have a revelation of who he is yes. and how he is seated above all things, not theologically, but say, personally yes. inside of us, we're going to get to that in a yes. second. Man, that is what is missing. Yes. That's what. That's why we know what he did, but still lack the power of who he is today. Yes. And that's what. That's what we're going to see. We need to rely on the Spirit. Look at this. This is what they did. Verse seventeen. But in order, this is what they say. This is what the Sanhedrin says to them. But in order that it may spread. No further among the people. Yeah, that's so Let us warn them. Listen to this. To warn them to speak no more in this name. So they called the apostles back in and commanded them never to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? Come on. We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. The council, they threatened them further. But finally, they let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. <laughs> for everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign, the healing of the man who was lame for 40 years. Come on. I could not stop mm. saying. I love this. It, you know, again, it's one of those times where, again, I mm. truly believe it's the Spirit of God. Because, I mean, I had an entire class on the book of Acts. So when yep. you have an entire semester on one book, we used to be quizzed every, every day of class, and it was verse by verse. Who's Dr. Marino? No, it wasn't Dr. Marino. Love Doc. Doc, if you're watching, love Dr. Marino. (laughs) No, 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 I wouldn't have passed. (laughs) Dr. Marino, inside story, but he was really smart. Um, But anyway, so when you go into this, so I obviously, I mean, I've read this my whole life, but there was something that happened to me even this week as I was reading it, and I was saying to Kay, it really stuck out to me. And again, it's the stirring of the Spirit of God. We cannot but speak. Yes. Of the things that we yes. have seen and heard. We cannot but speak. That was their answer. Like, we can't do anything else exact, except exactly what you're telling anything us. anything other than this. Not, yeah. you're, exactly what you're telling me not to do is yep. exactly the only thing that I can do. And I wanted to just take a minute to talk about the concept of, of doing something with boldness. Now, don't get lost in the semantics of it because I'm not saying... Uh, I'm, I'm doing this for the purpose of us understanding language right now, okay? So... There's a difference between when we do things boldly and when we speak and move with boldness. This is the differentiation I'm trying to make right now. I'm not saying that um, the language of saying, like, I boldly did something is wrong. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm trying to differentiate. And sometimes you pick up on something. That's what that was? Yeah, exactly. So the first thing I want to do is explain um, in the Greek the word boldness here. Um, Parasitic. Parasia. We had a conversation about this earlier. Um, so I love, there's, there's a couple different connotations that I want to bring to the forefront of the word for this particular part. And it says freedom of speech with candor and cheerful courage. Yes. So when I was reading that first, I was like, wait, cheerful courage? Because a lot of times when I envision someone speaking boldly, 
it it almost wow. has like a and, it, and, and unapologetic is okay, yeah. but it has an edge to it mm. that always seems to like, I just, what was that? And then I think, well, I'm not that bold. So that's what it is. It's just like, I just <laughs> feel just bad about that. myself, right? But it also, when you study this, it says, it is, it was, the, the connotation here is that it's not a human quality, mm. but a result of being filled. And wow. I love that we don't have to apologize for moving with boldness but a lot of times what christians do actually end up or should apologize for is moving with arrogant condemnation in the name of being bold hmm. so there is too much of us in the the bravado that we bring but we say that it's in the name of boldness so it's kind of like a checkmate like well no i can't say anything because now they're being yeah. bold for christ yeah and it's like, well, no, there's a lot of self sometimes in there. And what I say will never bring conviction, ever. It might give you something to consider. But when, when the Word is talking about with boldness, they were moved and filled with the Holy Spirit that caused them to not be able to not speak and not share. They were compelled. Yeah, yes. So they didn't become involuntarily yeah. over, overtaken. But they were, there was part inside of them that came so alive that they would not be able to keep that to themselves. And they were drawn and wooed to the purposes of God. And to glorify Jesus becomes more important than the cost of raising his name Ooh. higher than any other name. Wow. So... You know, a lot of times we're like, well, I, I, you know, right now we see a lot of things. It's like, I'll go to jail for Jesus. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And it's like, and it's like, okay, well, that's great. Sort of. <laughs> is maybe. he asking you to do that? But is he asking that? Is that what his purpose really is? Because you can make that same decision, but it, from a different place. Yeah, 100%. And that's where the purifying, the, that's where the purifying wind is. So when we're talking about how we right now need to become people who are carriers of the Holy Spirit, that that are revolutionized yep. yes. by the power of the Spirit of God. We must do it with great humility because it is never going to be within our power. We are only to speak. It is His power to change. And He is the one that is wooing people unto Himself. So when we talk about being bold right now, and yep. we're going to move on, don't try to stir up passion. That's not what this is. It is an infilling of being compelled that can only come from continual encounters with a very live and real spirit, spirit. of God. Well, I mean, Jesus says, don't, don't, don't be afraid. I'm going to bring you before princes and kings. I'm going to yes. bring you before judges. Yeah. Don't be afraid because the spirit of God Ooh. will give you utterance. He'll give you something to say. Yes. And that's where boldness is. My boldness can be like, it's okay. I can face any situation. Right. Yes. Because the boldness comes right. from who I can do all things through right. Christ who strengthens me. Right. So. I think but not your, because I'm so awesome. Not because I'm awesome. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think what we have to understand here is that the enemy always wants to shut down the name. The enemy, the, our culture, our gender, they want to shut down the name. Why? Because if they shut down the name, they can shut down the power. Mm. If they silence the name, they silence the power. And, and I love this because the Sanhedrin were not upset that they were doing good things. They were like, yeah, you can go keep doing good things. Right. You just can't use the name. Use the name. You can't use the name. And, uh, yeah. and maybe the Sanhedrin knew something that the church doesn't know today, right? Maybe they understood Whoa. better the power of the name than maybe we do. But we get this in TKC all the time. 
because TKC uses food as a, as a means, but Jesus is the end. It's the reason why we're doing it. And people are always like, oh, can you come bring us food, do this, be a part of our event, da, da, da. Yep, we can, but we want you to know we bring Jesus. Like, we, we, we oh, no, 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 no. If you, you can feed about, you can't do that. And, and I think that's what happens and, and because we can fall into the trap of this. Well, at least we're doing something good. Yeah. At least we're doing something good. And, and, and we fall into the trap of doing something good rather than revealing a, who, who God is. Like the, like the deed is the good that yes, we're responsible correct. for, not doing it from a place of goodness. Yes. Because goodness is one of the portions of the fruit of the, of the spirit. spirit. Yes, correct. So true, pure goodness that resonates inside of people as authentic, Yes. that points people back and glorifies him, it can't be manufactured. So we're about trying to do the good things. But what we have to truly do yep. is do what we do with that is spirit-led with his goodness. And there is a difference. No, and, and D, what ends up happening, the frustration that we get, I think, a lot of times is that, that we're not seeing any result from the good things we're doing. We're being nice to people. We're being kind. We're not stirring Very up. We're keeping good. the peace. That's really and we're wondering good. why people aren't coming to Jesus. Yeah. Listen, because yeah. good yeah. deeds, listen to me, in, that, in, this, in this moment, shuts down the spirit. Because the Spirit's job is to reveal the glory of the name of Jesus. So we're willing to do stuff without the name. What we're really saying is, I'm willing to do it without the Spirit. So then there's no Spirit. The humanitarian. Uh, yeah, correct. And listen to me. This is what I was going to say. It's the elevation of self over the Savior. Yes. It is the elevation of self. It is, I, I don't want to take the risk. I don't want to, it's the elevation of self over the Savior. And, and in it, also this, credit. Is, this is exactly, huh. but this is what hit me uh, when I was saying this, is that it's actually the breaking of one of the Ten Commandments. Because in, in Exodus chapter 20, verse 7, the Bible says, don't take the name of the Lord God in wow. vain. Don't take the name of the Lord God wow. in vain. Listen, that word in Hebrew, in vain, actually means to treat as inconsequential. Yeah. When we are willing to do good things without the name, we are breaking the Ten Commandments because we are saying the name is inconsequential. At least I'm doing good things. Now, here's the problem. We all have the voices of the Sanhedrin in our life. Now, we've got to remember the Sanhedrin had already decided who Jesus was. This is the same group of people who Jesus stood before 50 days before, right? Yes, I mean, yes, this yes, isn't, yes, right? Yes, yes. They, were, they were there. They had already decided who Jesus was and who Jesus wasn't. And I think a lot of times wow. that's... What we do with Jesus, we, really good, we 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 figure out who Jesus is and who is Jesus. Isn't. What compartment Jesus fits in and what compartment he doesn't fit in, mm-hmm. and we made up our mind. Mm-hmm. So I was watching the Last Dance this week, and 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 have you ever made up your mind about somebody? Like I, I had the Last Dance. It was on ESPN. Sorry, it's on ESPN. Oh. It's about Michael Jordan's last okay, so dance. <laughs> Oh, yep. Definitely two All different things. Friends, by the way. Like, what the no, yeah, no. Okay, that's no. so much better. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah got it. Yeah. Sorry. You'll... And, yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll fix it. Later. All the sports fans know what I'm talking about. So on yeah. ESPN, they were talking about Michael Jordan's yeah, last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, and I had, growing up watching that team, yeah. I had a mindset about who Dennis Rodman was. Because I thought Dennis Rodman was a wackadoo. Mm-hmm. Like, like in my last people. No, 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 no. I, I listen to me. But I'm, I'm saying that was what I thought. Because he, he was just did some yeah, very strange stuff. But now that I'm watching this, now that I'm watching it, I'm hearing him, then I, I'm getting to see a whole different side of him. I'm starting to understand who he is because it became personal, D. Mm. It became personal. And that revelation of who he is helps me understand. And I think sometimes we have 
because of encounters we've had, maybe at college, maybe so, maybe through youth or in college or as a young adult, we decided we knew who Jesus was mm-hmm. and who Jesus wasn't. Yes. And, yeah. and, and many times I think yeah. when we're talking about Jesus, we're speaking about him situationally, not personally. Mm-hmm. You know, well, well, God can do this and God can do that. Instead of, no, 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 this is who Jesus is. Yes, it's situationally, it's not personally, Mm -hmm. it's theologically, not personally. And, and I think, I think these guys said, I I got a person and, and guys, the, 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 the the danger in this, when it comes to living this out from a place of theological expression, rather personal encounter is what we see in Acts 19 with the sons of Sceva. There are these, there are these Jewish Exorcists who see a demon-possessed man, and they come up to him, and they say, come out, I'm going to cast you out in the name of Jesus who Paul preaches. Right. They had the right yeah. theology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, had, they understood Jesus yeah. from the theological perspective, right. but there was no personal encounter, no personal revelation that comes from the Spirit of God. The right. Bible says the demon rose up and beat the snot out of him, and they ran away naked. And, and, and you know, I, listen, I, I think theological expressions... Uh, we stick to because they're safer than personal convictions because we have less less skin in the game. I, I can talk about who Jesus is ethereally mm-hmm. rather than being able to say, nope, he is the name above all names. In my life, I'm watching it happen. In this church, I'm watching it happen. He's the name above all names. We cannot stick on theological uh, 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 ideologies. We have to actually come back to a personal encounter with the Holy Spirit. It's, not, it's also just not declaring all the time to people who he is. It's also taking the risk to bring people into how your your testimony of how he has done a work. Yes. And so you're not just telling them something that they can read on a page if they were to grab a Bible or open a Bible app. Yes. This it's talking about how he came to life for you because people see themselves inside our stories more than we realize it. So when we are willing to be vulnerable, and this has been a, a long time coming lesson for me, but when we're willing to be vulnerable with our stories um, and we are willing to explain how God had something so yes. large to redeem, then they can hear the testimony of who the Spirit of God is outside of what they could already read for themselves. And it's inside of someone who they see themselves in. And it comes with a power, and it comes with an authority. I think a lot of times yeah, we're right. so we're so uncomfortable with feeling exposed that we don't stay in that part of our testimony long enough for people to be able to bring down their walls yes. and see themselves inside of that portion of our ashes. So Ooh. we keep trying to tell them about the beauty of God. But what people really need to understand is that we have a God that comes near during the ashes. Yes. And the only way that that story has power is if we are being led word by word by the power of the Spirit of God. It's not just about God. It's not just about Jesus. It is about the infilling of the Holy Spirit who continually tells us in our life right now, what to do and how to do it and how to say it and when not to speak and when to take the risk and all of those other pieces that we walk around confused about the missing link church it's it's the spirit of god and there's one thing that stuck out to me um towards the end of this passage it talks about that whole boldness so then the spirit of god comes upon that room for all of them and 
they it like shakes yes. the building. And then it says that they went with boldness. Yep. And the prayer before that had been, in light of all of these threats, grant us a boldness yes. to continue to go. Now, it wasn't for other things, and I don't know if you're, you're going to talk about that, about like it wasn't for protection, it wasn't yeah, for yeah, deliverance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. it wasn't yep. for justice, because yep. we know we're right. It was yep. grant us boldness to continue doing what we're doing. And then the Holy Spirit came. He shook them. He shook the place. And then they were yep. able to go with boldness. And the word says that, uh, I don't know, I, I dropped my paper, yeah, yeah, yeah. the great grace. Yep, yep, yep. It, um, verse 29 says, And now, O Lord, hear their hearts and give us your servants great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. After this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were filled with the Holy Spirit there again. Uh, then they preached the word of God with boldness. Now the full number of those who believed were, one, uh, were of one heart and soul. No one said that anything's, uh, anything that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power, the apostles were given their testimony to the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and great grace was upon yes. them all. And great grace was upon them all. And I've always read that in the normal definition of what that word Ooh. grace means, which is unmerited favor of God. But if you study it, in addition yes, there, yes, yep. in this portion of the scripture, it actually means in great operation of the power of God as well. Yes. So they moved with great operation, outpouring, the, the outworking of the power of God. So it's not just like, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, Lord, give me a grace to do this. Like, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm asking, and yeah, it's real, I'm yeah, saying it, but yeah, I'm yeah, actually yeah. kind of asking for mercy. Yep. When he's talking about grace here, He's also, yes, he's talking about unmerited favor because everything's unmerited. I don't deserve any of it. But he's talking about there is a great and unique and powerful touch that will help you to operate in actually in the yes. power of God. This is the activation code if you've been looking for it. <laughs> yes. This is it. I had this visual um, of, you know, so if, if you uh, are, if you have a birth certificate in America, and you want to get your driver's license. You go to the DMV, and the first thing is just complete and utter fear because you're trying to figure out if you have the six points that qualify Correct. as the six Correct. points. It's upon a point system now mm -hmm. for those of us in America. And we're like, how do I get this license? But sure enough, you know, if I walk in there with my birth certificate as one of my points, I go in there with a particular assurance. And the reason I go in there with a particular assurance, assurance is not because of the piece of paper. Yes. Because a lot of people can counterfeit that sucker. Right, that's <laughs> okay? right. So why am I so emboldened? Why am I so compelled that I should be allowed to get that driver's license just because I have this piece of paper that has a, a special seal on it? No, because of the, the nation that I know stands behind me that gives me that quote unquote right. Yes. There's a constitution, there's a United States of America that is standing behind that particular birth certificate that's allowing me to utilize that as one of my points to get a driver's license. So why am I saying this? Because I think we spend a lot of time in life trying to convince people of our points. Ooh. And we have like 45 bills that have our return address on them and we're like begging people to see that we are who we say we are, and please listen, and if maybe if you let me, I can sort of share part of who I believe God to be, and it's like all scared, like they're not gonna qualify us. 
Mm. And but what we do have is this birthright. Yes. We have a birthright yes. to say yes. that this is who I am. Yes. And that you have equal right to have this too. But the thing I want to leave you with today is this, is that most of us apply to get a driver's license so that we can become free, a little bit more free, and we can drive ourselves where we want to go when we're not at stay at home. And we can go where we need to get to and we can be our own vehicle. But the truth of the matter is, is that the reason that we need to come to terms with for getting our driver's license in the first place is because our whole calling is to be a spiritual Uber driver. Yes. And we have people yes. in our vehicles for a very short amount of time. We don't get to tell them where they're going or where they should be going or, where, oh, you're going there? That's a lovely place. This will be even a better ride. No, they are telling us where they're going in life and they step into our spiritual Uber for a very short amount of time. And when they come into our lives, we're not just meant to get them somewhere. We're meant to realize that that license that we have yes. in our possession gives us the opportunity to share what we are compared to share so that along their journey, they too may end up in a place that compels them to do the same for another. Yes. I love that spiritual Uber driver. That's beautiful. That, that, that's a... That's a that's a hashtag in and of itself. I love that. I, I think I love the in this whole thing that their prayer in the middle of this all because they're in a situation where uh, they're they're not in the optimal situation, right? Yes. So so like very much like us mm -hmm. at the moment. Yeah. And their prayer is yes. not change the situation, God. Their I prayer know. was not silence the enemy, God. Yeah. Their prayer was activate us, God. That's their prayer. Their prayer is this: activate us, God. Mm. Activate us and give us boldness. Let us walk in the strength mm. of the Lord. Fill us with your spirit. Help us to be bold from the place of boldness. And I, I love we were that you were talking about boldness earlier because boldness uh, that comes out of the flesh is belligerence. Yes, it's belligerence. Yeah. But bold, but boldness that is is birthed out of the grace of the Spirit of God is kingdom confidence. And those two things are different. It's, I, 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 I can be bold because I am confident in the kingdom of God, who I am. I'm a king, and I'm confident in his authority in this kingdom. I carry my birthright with me. Matter of fact, that word we were talking about this week, that word in the Greek uh, for boldness actually was originated to mean to act as a full citizen. That's actually where I came from, to act as a full citizen. Yeah, that's right. Because in Greek world... Only a full citizen was able to speak whatever they had on their mind yeah, in public. That's really good. So, so if you if you weren't a full citizen, you couldn't uh, you couldn't say it. But to act like a full citizen is to act with boldness because I can speak what I know that I can speak because I have full citizenship. Mm -hmm. That's why uh, um, Paul reminds us in Philippians three twenty. He said, "But you are a citizen of heaven. Yeah. Act like that. You are our citizenship is not." Even in America or in, uh, in in Italy or in Africa, our citizenship, if we know Jesus, is in heaven. So act like, with boldness, act like a full citizen. As you walk out there, speak the mind of the king. Why? Because we are full citizens. You know, as Americans, you were saying, like, as an American, no one can say to you, um, yeah, but... 
you, you, you can't say whatever you want to say, or the press can't say whatever they want to say. No, because we have a constitution. We know that, that we, you can never convince me that there were certain freedoms that aren't ours, mm -hmm. because I would, this is my birthright as an American. That's why when people try to take certain liberties away, people rise up in America. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's a birthright. You have a birthright as a man or a woman of faith, a born-again birthright. He adopted you into his family. You are, you are, you are heaven's uh, citizens of heaven itself. We carry a birthright that should enable us to speak with boldness. And it's not meant to protect us. No. It's meant to compel us. Compel us. Because we I want not, other people. I can't not to be, speak. Yes. Yes. But, but it's but it's not. Again, I think it's really important to drive this home because otherwise, what you said, the brazenness gets out of hand because that that emboldened that we yes, are correct. emboldened, but it's because we want to explain to people what being a part of, of that citizenship means and will mean for them. Correct. It's not like just, I'm so awesome, I have all of these rights. Yeah, correct. And it's, 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 it's not really your third part that's belligerent. That's yes. exactly right. It's part yes. of bringing in. Let, let me give you, we're going to end with the story, but this, let me give you this example in the Bible because in Acts chapter 22, Paul is arrested and he's, he is, uh, he's getting ready to be beaten. He's in bondage, he's getting ready to be beaten by this Roman tri uh, tribune who has a power. And just about the time that they're ready to beat him, he stops and says, mm -hmm. excuse me, I just want to, I, I have a question <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. Is it right yeah. for you to beat a Roman citizen without a trial? And they freak out. Mm -hmm. They're like, what are you talking about? And the Roman tribune actually comes to him and goes, basically, like, how did you get to be a Roman citizen? I had to pay a huge sum right. for mine. Right. And Paul says, you paid for yours, but I was born yeah. with it. I was born with it, and it set them free. I think that there are some bondages that we are still living in because we have forgotten that we were born into this thing. I think there is some oppression in family. I think there's some oppression in church that we have learned to deal. I guess this is just what God has for me. No, no, no. I didn't have to pay for my citizenship. It was paid for me. I was born into this. It requires us to open our mouths and begin to speak. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God for salvation. I am a child of God, born again, born by his grace. It is not by one work that I have done, but only the goodness of God. It is the work that God did for me that has made me come yes. to him. That's it. That's it. So there's no pride. There's no yes. ego because I did nothing but receive Something that was offered to me, paid for by another, but he but he made me born again into this thing that now I can be bold for him. Church, I, we are believing that there's a bold season coming in your life, coming for Connect, but not out of belligerence. It's not on Facebook. It's not on social yeah. media. It's yeah. not shouting at the neighbor. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. at, I was at the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and man, we were walking to to, to not the Super Bowl. I was at uh, the Green Bay game of the Eagles a couple of years ago, and we were walking down the street, and there's a guy standing on a soapbox, literally just mm -hmm. telling everybody they're going to hell, and no one was listening. That's mm -hmm. not boldness. Boldness is knowing the grace of God, the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, and sharing that, and sharing that with people who are in bondage. Yeah. And they don't know how. It's not about doing good to them. It's about actually revealing God to them. Be bold, church. Be bold. There's a new season. Come on. And, and you know, and then we're going to pray now. But I just feel compelled to say this. Is that, you know, if you're like, okay, I heard them. So now what? 
I can't encourage you enough to process this through with the Spirit of yes. God. This is going to take some moments of you and Him. And look at this as, talk about self-care. <laughs> if you want to talk about true self-care for That's your spirit, true. this is it. Say, like, okay, Spirit of God, I want all of you. I want that unleashing. I want that unlocking. And not for selfish reasons. And not for impure motives. And not to be flashy. And not for whatever other reasons that we have it. But it's because I know that the times that we are in, People need to see who you are inside of my life. Even though my life isn't perfect, even though they know they know I've gotten it wrong, you can they can you can use my life as a canvas. I don't just want to be a mouthpiece. I'll always tell people about Jesus and the goodness of God, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. But I want to do it with the power of You, Spirit yes. of God. Unleash this inside of me. Yes, perfect. Hey, if that's what you're looking for today. Uh, if you want to have that kind of encounter with the Holy Spirit, an encounter with Jesus Christ, it is by grace that we are saved through faith, apart from any work that you can do. Yeah. The Bible simply says that salvation is a gift. You can't earn it. You can't deserve it. That would be a wage. Right. It is a gift. All you have to do is receive it. So right now, can I invite you mm -hmm. to make this decision for Jesus Christ? And we're just going to pray. Maybe you've never prayed that prayer before, or maybe you have, but you find yourself at a distance from God today. Today. Why don't you just, wherever you are, on your couch, in your living room, wherever you may be, today, you, you, you're, he is as close as the whisper of his name. Can we just pray together? Make this decision for Jesus. Say yes to him. Just say, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Here I am today. Here I am today. I've come to give you my life. I've come to give you my life. All that I am. All that I am. All that I have. All that I have. All that I ever will be. All that I ever will be. I surrender to you now. I surrender to you now. I'm asking you, Jesus. I'm asking you, Jesus. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. Forgive me of all my sin. Forgive me of all my sin. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Let me know your your person. Let, Let me know, know your, your person. person. I'm all in Jesus. I'm all in Jesus. For now and forevermore. From now and forevermore. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. 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 We want to let you know that if you prayed that prayer for the first time, first of all, you know, like what's better than that? Right. Exactly. The, the, this is the reason for the smile. This today is the I am saved. Yeah. Today, today I am, I am born again. And if you want to know, understand a little bit more in a very practical way as to what, what exactly, what did I just do, and what can be like the next step in this relationship with God, um, in a very easy to understand way, we would love to send you yep. a book that's called The Surprise of Your Life. And one of our pastors on Team Recamp, he wrote the book, and Carson Wentz wrote the forward for that book. And we would love to send that book to you completely for free. So if you would uh, connect with us at prayer at theconnectchurch.com, and drop us your name and your address. We would love to get that into the mail for you. Awesome. And hey, if you want to know more about the Holy Spirit, kind of is what we were talking about today, uh, stay tuned for chat room uh, yes. at 7 p.m. now, new time. What time? Same day, Tuesday, 7 p.m. And we're going to continue to talk about this um, from, uh, from, uh, from what God's doing yeah. in our life. So no matter where you find yourself today, whether you just came to Jesus or you're wanting to know more about the Spirit, there's answers. Just yeah. keep being uh, connected. Yeah. But can I encourage you, even right now, right now as we get ready to, to close, can I encourage you, please give. Be at, Continue to worship God by giving today. Give yes. and it shall be given. Pressed down, shaken yeah. together, running over in, in your life. Your giving is making a difference. It is. And you can give uh, by downloading the, the, the Connect Church app. 
Uh, you can get it on the website. There's, you can mail it in if you want. But uh, can I encourage you to do it right now? Uh, and it, it, we, we, I know through TKC, we just gave away at the end of from last month set over 1,700 food boxes, which contained so many more meals, so than, just many more meals than just the boxes. So much where you're doing that. We're giving, we gave away masks yeah, this week. Yeah, and if you and, don't know what thy, at TKC is, it's Thy Kingdom Crumb. It's our food truck that we do in partnership with Carson Wentz's AO1 Foundation. And it's usually a food truck that we bring around to this region, but right now, in light of everything, we've kind of adjusted and really to meet the needs of yeah. the of people as much as we can within our local sphere. So we're just, every week, we're all in there packing some back boxes and bringing some love and bringing some joy. And it's really cool to hear the testimonies from all of that as well. Yes. And can I just encourage you, church, we are working on uh, have, <laughs> being able to bring that into our church community, our local community as well. Soon. Uh, soon we'll let you know more about that. Yeah. But hey, also, uh, can I just really encourage you, this Friday, AO1, is doing a fundraising day called the Day of Relief. Um, and all of the proceeds are going to TKC because we really want to be able to feed more people. And there's so many people in our area that are wanting to be a part of that. May not be able to, may not want to give to church, but they, they want to help out. What a great way to introduce that to your friends as well. Help so, sustain the effort. Yeah, and, and there's something coming up right after this that's really cool. Yes, our kiddos our service, service. On our YouTube channel. Yes, so good. Man, Kevin and Lisa are doing a phenomenal job. Our, our children's pastors, uh, they're, they're amazing. And um, church, can I just encourage you? We, we believe that we are a generational church. Yeah. Um, and God is a generational God. He, he, he blessed Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is, he, is, he is a God that moves us forward increasingly in increasing measure. And so that's why it's so important that we raise up generations, that we release generations, that we actually resource generations. Raise up children the way that they should go. When they get older, they won't depart from it. Release the power of God into into a genera uh, into, into our world through generations and resource generations, so that like David, come on, like David who built who resourced the building of the temple, that people in the, in, in, in the next generation will have even a bigger expression, a bigger encounter of God, a bigger display of His glory than we can even have today. Yeah. So that's All that's right, what church. we are. We love you, church. I love you, honey. I love you. Good good love job. you guys. Oh, hey, we're gonna see you. Oh, cookies. <laughs> I'm gonna go make bye, waffles. Guys. Yeah. Bye, guys. Love, love you.